You're listening to Cinema Redfield. I'm Sharon. And Malcolm is in the house. Malcolm's in the house! And we're going to talk about his uh, premiere of his short films. Yeah. 7th of June. 7th of June. So come for that Malcolm Guys shorts at the square and uh, get tickets before they sell out. What time? Um, 7 o'clock. It's going to be out on the terrace. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, I've watched two movies there, I think. It's a good time, right? Yeah. You're going to be wearing shorts, eh? I feel like it's only a problem. It would be a betrayal to the people if he was yeah. wearing shorts. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be so much fun. <laughs> I have nice legs, guys. Don't leave anything. Come to that. see Malcolm's shorts. She might share butter, moisturized legs. So, Pregnant Woman Stabs Husband <laughs> Dead is the first film. Then Jethro by Jethro, then, then Maui, or then yeah. which they were made. That's the order that they were made. Um, no one has really seen Maui yet. I personally have <laughs> not seen the complete version of Maui. It is sound design is being finished this week. So, wow. Yeah. Um, I get to see it tomorrow. <clears throat> put on finish, finishing touches, and uh, by the time this comes out, I think it will be done by Monday. Oh, by Monday it will be definitely done. Okay. How many minutes is my way? My way is like the longest one. It's like 22 minutes now. What? It's 22 minutes. Yeah, it's 22 minutes. Like, I, I, so my hope was that the stories would just keep getting like more and more until one day it's like, oh until man, it's, it's a, a feature. feature. Yeah. Oh, shit, that's happening. That's not how that It's happens. going to happen. No, not really. I'm, I'm writing a feature right now and half the time I'm like, holy shit, this is a lot. But... Um, that's a conversation for another day. I know. Yeah. Okay. Talk about my way and what it's about. Well, so I have a, like a, a history of naming things weirdly, and mm-hmm. my initial title for my way was "Ignorance is Bliss" or something like that, mm-hmm. and it was inspired by like another book, a collection of short, short stories by a Nigerian author called Igoni Barrett called "Love Is Power" or something like that, and I'd been thinking about kind of the things that we say in life that are just like empty. Like very simple, like maxims, like love is power, ignorance is bliss, truth is everything. And I feel like in life things are so much more complicated than that, and films kind of help us see those complications. So this ended up being a film about these two people, their friends, who are just having conversations about things that they've gone through in their recent history of life, and they're catching up the way. I've seen my mom and her friends and aunties and stuff catch up when they come home when they visit each other, kind of over drinks and over hours just talking about this person and that person and themselves and things of life and sharing stories that I feel kind of are the basis of kind of how we experience life without experiencing life. Mm-hmm. The way we might go watch a movie in the cinema and kind of watch someone going through something, I feel is the way that we hear stories about a relative whose house burnt down and kind of talk about what they did after that and what they went through and what might have caused it and we end up experiencing these things without really going through them and I wanted to really show that in a movie to show people telling stories but also experiencing and living those stories even if they aren't there. The truth is even if there are things that you'd rather not know and ignorance is bliss, those things still affect the life that you live even if you're unaware of them and it is kind of unavoidable that you remain ignorant and blissful forever so that's what the film's about that's what um sweet yeah i wish i had more tantalizing words but um yeah <laughs> you must have um so the, the 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 two leads actually like the people playing the two leads yeah um diana kahonde and esther komweru are 
other leads. Um, a lot of people know Diana from um, from minibars, from the hostel. Um, a lot of people know Esther from Deception and from the Honorables, I believe. Okay. And, um, yeah, I worked again with Yusuf Kaija Boxer, which was and the second time now, it was a good time with Felix ba uh, Banda, with um, Sarah Katumba for the first time, with uh, Dumba. Yeah, this, was, this has been a good time. It's been a Question. So, you know, people work in reference points. Yes. <laughs> so, is there any movie you could say you'd reference that is like? similar to? Oh, shit. Yeah, because oh, that's man. usually very helpful in terms of the tone to expect. A lot of people that would say to like, man, this is such a Nigeria. But um, <laughs> only because like a bunch of it is hap seems to happen indoors. Uh, and people kind of talking and things are happening indoors, but they are they are also outside of the, those spaces at the same time. Um, the narration kind of takes them to different spaces and experience different parts of the stories that they are telling. It's it's a <coughs> good melodrama, like. You know what, yeah, I guess it is kind of a melodrama. I'm not sure what that means. But yeah, it is kind of a melodrama as much as a story between two people can be. Uh, but I've, I, I thought in some way that it kind of combined some of the dramatic elements of Pregnant Woman Stabs Husband Dead mm -hmm. um, with some of the slightly more experimental elements of Jethro by Jethro. Mm -hmm. Not that much. And yeah, it's really neither, but it's something else in and of itself. And it's, it's a film I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of. Is it in Rotoro? It is all in, in Rotoro. Rotoro. It's in Rotoro and Luganda. It's in Rotoro and Luganda. It's the main characters speak Rotoro, but they live in, Luga in, in Luganda and Kampala, oh, so, so they speak Luganda. And it was a point of interest to me just kind of how poorly people from outside of this space kind of speak Luganda when they come into this space and the way that integration is taken for granted, but it's something that you know has to be worked through. And my mom who's lived in this Kampala for 30, more than 30 years, Luganda is still pretty bad, <laughs> still. Um, but yeah, it's something that I had never really seen much of and I just wanted to see just the complications of mixing languages and people living in different places. And The only reference point you've left is to Nigeria. Do you want to add another one? <laughs> oh man. Um, I don't know because you you okay. I'll personally say my experience of these films, he, Malcolm is sort of a genre unto himself. What? No, yes, yes. I mean, you you may see hints here and there of like established genres, but Malcolm always just sort of goes off on a tangent, especially like Jethro by Jethro. He just sort of goes off on a tangent and just does yeah, his so. thing. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, but Mau Mau it sounds good. I guess yes. I guess to me it sounds more of um, I guess soul searching, which which I would kind of because yeah the way he sort of phrased it sort of sounds like this sort of conversations between these two yes. women, which for me I'd like it more to a link letter movie, which Sharon is a fan of link letter okay. movies. Okay. Yeah. So okay. uh, yeah, I'm sort I, of looking forward to it in that in that kind of sense. Okay. I, yeah. I I like to say my movies are often a bunch of talking and then some shit happens. Mm -hmm. Oh, true, well, true, 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 true. <laughs> true. Yeah, a lot of talk, yeah. a bunch of talking and then some shit happens. Yes. And I feel like that's how life is often is the crazy shit happens in just you know just having a conversation. Yeah, man, I just met that guy the other day and then you know shit he, he just. 
you know, squashed a pumpkin. I know, but squashed like a pumpkin. Squashed you know, this pumpkin. is a sequel about so my way. Like, someone's going to establish your thought process because we talked about my way in another episode. So, actually, we can't wait to listen oh, yeah. and see the true. difference between the what past episode because okay. you hadn't yet filmed. That's true. Whoa, That's true. we are documenting I, this shit. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was yeah. a really cool shooting process. I shot with. Um, uh, a couple of friends of mine who I had known for some time but I never really formally worked with Dead um, Production, Stone Age Pictures mm. which are owned by Moses Boyo and Ali Masoke and a couple of my other friends, Sozi and it, it was a it was a much more, to be honest, professional shooting experience than I'd ever had. Really? But it felt like a growth. It felt like growth. It felt like a step up. Um, I feel like the quality of what we have produced is much less kind of hurried. And I feel like you might get a sense of that when you watch the film. Mm. Um, we shot this in December. It's coming out in June. It's had some time in post-production to be... Something the sound design is great, the music I really enjoyed, done by Donzilla. I, um, okay, yeah, it feels a lot more kind of sure and steady, and it doesn't feel like it's just kind of can cross the finish line and in like a battered smoking heap. Okay, yeah, I'm curious about filming with actors. Uh, what are you like as a director? I don't think I've ever asked you this. Do you let them riff? Or are you really strict with the script? I found out I talk too much and I, I'm really pedantic about the script. Yeah. Um, and it's something that I'm trying to change a little bit. I found that there's some actors that I work with who I've kind of just learned to accept that they will never say the same line twice. <laughs> and it ends up being great, to be honest. In some ways, when you walk around it, they often get really great reactions when you play them for people. Those moments that are unscripted or kind of deviate from the script slightly, but that the actor really just enters and fills up. And I'm, I, I, going forward, want to be a bit more kind of loose with the way that I kind of work with actors, the way that with this last film, it was all in Otoro and it was interesting kind of seeing the actors who speak Otoro but not on a very, very, very regular basis kind of become comfortable with those lines and then start to feel free enough to say them in their own ways. But going forward, I do definitely need to learn to let go more, let go and just kind of let actors also do the work of figuring out how they're going to deliver a thing over time. Okay, last question, I think. Yeah. Did you make any styli- stylistic choices with your photography uh, while you were in the house or anything? Because you've said a lot of it is inside. So I'm curious about how you were. Were you aware of it so, or you just let it be? A weird thing is I, I feel like I have a really bad eye for color. I have a really bad eye for color and light and texture. And I, 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 I see things. And when I used to make art, I used to really prefer to just do black and white like pencil drawings or charcoal or whatever because in some way even when I see make a film and compose the shots and stuff it's still not really thinking about colors at all or thinking about textures or lights in that specific way and it's really cool working with people who do people who have an eye for that kind of detail because I feel like they fill in those gaps for me a bit but um, when it came to shooting in the house for example I had an idea to shoot because I shoot everything very perpendicular, very kind of straight on, 
I don't I kind of shy away from diagonals. Mm-hmm. I find them very ambiguous mm-hmm. and I feel like it keeps me disciplined shooting very straight on. So I shoot most scenes straight from the side or from the back or from the top or from the front. But And what I decided to do with this one was to kind of start from one side of the room and kind of adjust throughout the acts of the film to you are kind of on the reverse side of the room of the same people speaking. And I don't know if it creates that the sense of rhythm that I thought it would mm. but I a part of me kind of just likes having a system for having a system's sake <laughs> I feel like it makes things easy to plan it makes things easy to kind of limit and mm. otherwise I feel like you can shoot a million beautiful shots mm. but I feel like if you kind of limit yourself to saying I'm going to shoot either handheld one shot or whatever I feel like those limitations create a lot of creativity mm. but also make it easy to plan and to limit yourself and to remain within a reasonable like timeline. So, I think we have really talked about the film. So you're the thing, guys. Excited. Yeah. The thing is shots. Yeah, the Malcolm, Malcolm guys shots. That's Malcolm guys shots. Yeah. It's on the 7th of, on the June. 7th of June. It's a Thursday yeah. at 7 p.m. at the square in industrial area. Get your tickets come, at come, Definition come. at Acacia Mall, yes. 32 degrees in Kansanga or Design Hub in industrial area. Tickets at 25k. 25K. Get that money and yeah. give it to a filmmaker. Yeah. Pay him for his work. <laughs> Support black businesses. Yeah. Support Ugandan films, you guys. It would be nice for someone to make money from this stuff. <laughs> it's actually a hard business. Malcolm. Thanks for having me, guys. Excited about Thursday. Yeah. See you there. Thanks we will all be there. See you there, guys. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Joel. Sarah was made not coming to my area. Thank you.